This is the Ignition Point, Clayton Bradley Academy's podcast where every day we work to help students excel through critical thinking, problem solving, collaboration, and use of our lifelong guidelines and life skills. Today's episode is a part two with Megan King and Kim Jordan as they discuss the transition point from fifth grade to sixth grade or our lower school to our middle school or upper school classes. Join today as Megan and Kim discuss the different things that go on to help this transition be as smooth as possible for our students and to help encourage them to build on relationships that were established in fifth grade, as well as create new relationships with sixth, seventh, and eighth graders in our middle school. At this time, we rejoin the podcast with Megan and Kim. In, in fifth grade, we start something um, that they've not really done up until fifth grade in elementary, which is rotating between you and, and Nick. Uh, with content correct correct and so explain a little bit about how you guys handle that and then we'll look at what that looks like in middle school so mr. Starkey's specialties in is in social studies and mine is in science so when I got here and I told him how much I wasn't fully immersed in social studies we came up with a schedule of I would have the kids for two days Wednesday being our short day and then the other two days our kids would rotate and so what is beautiful about that is whatever Starkey is teaching in his core for social studies, I'm able to collaborate with him and teach the same skill, but in from a science standard. Um, so we talk about one of our key points for the full year in science class is systems. System is a collection of inner working parts. And then we talk about how whatever Mr. Starkey is doing in social studies is connected to in science. So we collaborate there. And so the kids are getting a, a well-rounded immersion of both the things that he and I are doing and it's just because um like my heart and passion is for science where his is social studies absolutely yeah if you interact with with him you'll know that that's history and and I think interacting with you you know that that's science and it's really a cool partnership that you guys have developed in that and so um that's the first time in lower school that we do that up until up until fifth grade they just have one teacher that teaches all their core content and so it does start that transition period then into sixth and seventh grade because we've got four teachers now mm-hmm. and they're each teaching a different content. And you already mentioned that we mix sixth and seventh grade with science, science and, and social studies. studies. And then they're back with their grade band for math and, and ELA. So uh, how do you guys uh, introduce that to kids as they come into sixth grade? How do you kind of deal with some of that transition stuff? They have a little bit of, of that um, in fifth grade, but still in fifth grade, it's in one cottage. It's just kind of going back and forth. What does that, what does that look like in sixth and seventh grade? How do you help teach kids, I guess, how to kind of get in this groove? And, and I'm sure kids come in nervous about this. Oh, absolutely. Um, so Miss Atkins is the science teacher. I'm the math and then Miss Shugart is social studies and Miss Green is ELA. And usually what we do after Blaze, after those initial two weeks, we spend a lot of time just going through our schedule. Like it is a lot for kids to come from lower school and to navigate going to four different teachers. Um, so we do a lot of practice runs <laughs> in a safe way. Like we're not doing content today. We just want you to go to the right room and we'll have like some um, skill for the day. But it's a lot of practice. It's a lot of just forgiven. Like we're all human. It's okay if you go to the, fir- the wrong room the first day. I'll go to the wrong room if you want me to. Right. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it's a great environment. And truthfully speaking, after those first two weeks where the kids learn and build those relationships, they get in that safe spot of, oh, I'm in the wrong class. It's okay. I'll just go. So it is a great place to be where they 
can be a kid, can make mistakes, can learn from those mistakes yeah. in a way that, you know, you know, provides nurturing. So. Absolutely. And it fits the model that we talk about of, of if you're going to learn, part of that learning is, is making mistakes. Part of that learning is failure. And I know that we, Josh Counts talks about in gym that, you know, there's winners and there's learners. Yes. Um, because when you're losing, you should be learning, right? right of like right. why you didn't win. And that's the same thing that happens, uh, you know, if I show up in the wrong room, well, I've learned uh, something that day. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, before you sit in the class for too long. <laughs> Usually, um, that is the case. You know, Usually, that is the case. But, but. but that's great. So, um, what are some of the transition events that you guys do with fifth grade? Um, in fact, I think I, I called I, or I emailed Nick on one of them because I was like, oh, I'll see on the calendar. There's like a fifth grade safari. Like, oh, this sounds safari. great. Because here's the thing. I was planning on coming. Um, <laughs> like, I was like, whatever that is on the calendar, I'm showing up that day because it says safari and I was ready to go on a safari. And Nick was like, well, this is a transition event. So... Uh, <laughs> What are some of those transition events? How do you guys work with Miss Farmer as well as you know coming in because they have to start making some choices as they go to middle school, and so she, I'm sure she has to have some conversations there about that. Um, so, what is what are some of those transition events like? Uh, well, first things first, I really want to give a shout out to um, our guidance counselors because mm-hmm. they make our lives so much easier. They are rock stars. Um, so, shout out to uh, lower school and upper school counselors. Um, So this year we called it Safari, and it was a time where the fifth graders came up to upper school, (laughs) and they actually got to meet their teachers and have a walk around and kind of a panel, and I think you guys played a couple of different games. It was kind of like Nick and I like letting our babies go. Like we came and we dropped them off and we walked <laughs> away. Like it's daycare. It was yeah, like, there you go. And I was like, "This is this. I'm okay. Nobody Everything's cried. But nobody okay. cried. It's not like daycare. I, I might have shed a tear back to lower school. They were school. excited. I'm sure. And they. Always I bet are. Nick cried. I'll be honest. He connects really hard to those. He kids. does. He he builds those relationships stronger than 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 anybody I know. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> um. So they came up here and we dropped them off and um upper school puts together um a 45 minute day for them and where they were able to come and ask questions and walk around and it's funny because they are so different when they're away from us um like you said we build those relationships so well that when we leave them up here they're really quiet yeah and um really um i saw you giving the mom look to a couple i do (laughs) i do well when you're a mom you just Mm -hmm. can't help but be like be good while mom was away you know like (laughs) you want to say that um but they, they come back and they're overly excited with all of the things that they've learned. And then they ask us all of the questions, um, which we then send back up to upper school. Like here are some questions that we have from some students. Um, and then the next day, um, Sarah Farmer came down and went over their whole schedule with them. And she had um, a really fun Jeopardy game for them after. And they were able to talk about their schedule of whether they were gonna be in strings. And I always forget this and I'm really sorry. The choices are strings, chorus, not chorus. chorus and, and general. general. Yeah, not, not strings, strings, not chorus. Not strings. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they were able to look at their schedule and talk about all of the extra fun classes that they get to have up here at upper school. And so when you guys are planning that event, I don't know how much you guys are, are planning that and how much Miss Farmer is just kind of telling you what your role is going to be that day. What are what What's kind of the goal for you in, in that event? Um, so Miss Farmer and Miss Hedrick basically try to line up a time. Um, What we do in that 45 minutes is just kind of 
up to us. We try to plan activities that are um, absence of threat, low key. We're trying to, you know, crack up with our kids, make those relationships. And so we do a lot of introductions, like who is Mr. R? Who is Miss Farmer? Who is Miss Gibson? She runs the school. You should know this. Ms. Absolutely. Is, is your key to success. <laughs> um, so a lot of those things that they should know, and if they know it coming in next year, they're like, oh yeah, I remember who Miss Gibson was. I'll go get an admin slip. Um, and then we do the tour. The tour allows them to see the rooms, kind of get a handle of, okay, this is what my traditional day of swapping between four classes is going to be. And then when they're in those rooms, they see the most random things, and it sparks questions. And that's the best type of questions that you get. That's awesome. Um, so it's a really good day. Um, before then, we also have the Lunch and Learn with the rising fifth graders' parents. And oh, that no. this year was yeah. on Zoom. So before the kids came up, the parents got to come up, um, if you will, and ask questions that I think you know a lot of them need to know before you know signing up. So Absolutely. And... Uh, the the main difference there on the scheduling is the related arts so in elementary there is no choice in related arts now they can choose in fifth grade whether they want to be a part of strings that happens before school correct Um, but their related arts schedule is just the typical related arts schedule and then they get to middle school and so we transition them of having four different teachers and then we put them through the gauntlet of related arts and and the the whole purpose of that once again is in middle school we want them to experience a lot of things because when they get to high school they have to start making even more choices and if they've never had dr lucas in engineering and robotics or miss spots in steam when they're you know thinking about those programs they may not choose that later on but in middle school from sixth to eighth grade we're going to rotate them in and out of those classes um, a couple different times and and they'll get to experience that in a different way um, the strings ramps up a little bit by the time they get to middle school so that's a that's why you have to choose whether you want to be in strings or not because that's an everyday class Correct. and then chorus is also one of those it's two times a week but it's it's a little bit more intense than um, some of the other uh, classes that they're in so it's it's a really good kind of introduction into you got to make some choices as we are looking then at transitioning them to high school where they have a lot more choices now that they have to make about where they want to go and what they want to do. Um, Another piece that uh, changes from fifth grade to sixth grade is the technology that we use on campus. And so um, I know fifth graders have iPads, although we start to introduce them to some other things. I know technology, they get to to start kind of playing around with the MacBook and Mm -hmm. stuff, but it's primarily... Tech, uh, iPad based, but you guys go ahead and start transitioning them in, into some of the uh, apps that they're going to use even on their MacBook, like Google Classroom all of a sudden, whenever they've been used to Seesaw, right. correct? And then by the time they get to sixth grade, now we're giving them a, a MacBook, which that's like <laughs> exciting. Uh, it's exciting times, right? I'm uh, most excited about MacBooks and microwaves when they come back. Ah, uh, yeah. TMs. Yeah, the technology of the cafe. Correct. You know, because all of a sudden now you can use things like yes. refrigerators and, and microwaves, microwaves and panini presses. And I should say that they can't, though, the first two weeks. We have a clear set procedure. <laughs> I promise we teach them how to use We teach them how to use them. Before we let them just Absolutely. free-range. So what's that like with fifth grade then as you're as, – as you're kind of changing some of the technology use and you're giving them maybe a little bit more responsibility, kind of getting them ready for that, what are some goals that you guys have in that process? I love that you use the word responsibility because that's kind of our biggest goal for fifth grade is to get them sixth grade ready. And Starkey and I say over and over, it is our responsibility to get you ready for upper school. 
Um, Google Classroom is really big. We we know that that's used a lot, so we transition the kids to that, and they seem to like it better because we can post those. Um, we can post the grades, we can post their work, their parents can see the posted work, and the parents can see our edits on well as their weekly papers that we do. Um, and as well as grading is another transition um, where we have just 1.5 and 2 and 2.5. You know, in upper school, they can have 1.35. Right. Where in our Google Classroom, even though it's not posted to the gradebook, it is posted on their Google Classroom where they can start to see that grade transition. Nice. We also teach them how to use email. So instead of the parents emailing us questions, we are teaching our students how to email um, us questions because we think that takes a lot of responsibility and initiative, um, which are some of our life skills, to be able to have the courage to email their teachers when they have a question. And I, I really hope last year's kids are doing a really good job at that because it's something we're really, well, I didn't get an email about that. Can you send that to me? Can you share that with me? And I think it's just part of that building a relationship for them to be able to just be like, hey, Miss King, I'm going to be late or I'm not going to be here. Or can I finish this on Thursday? Um, so those are two really big pieces of fifth grade that we try to do to help them get ready for upper school. Yeah. It's Google Classroom and email. And that does translate then into sixth and seventh grade and what you guys are trying to do with the sixth graders. And we know that brain development wise, sometimes they almost take like a step back a little bit from fifth grade to sixth grade when it comes to responsibility and and what they're capable of doing and sometimes it's interesting having that conversation with fifth grade teachers of like they knew how to email and then they get to sixth grade and it's like they don't know how to email anymore it's completely they completely forgot over the summer that five weeks is just amazing what 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 happens but we know brain development wise it's because of all the things that are going on that that there is a lot that's happening and there's some trimming that's taking place and and there's some personalities that are starting to come out that maybe weren't there in fifth grade and (laughs) and some of those kids that were very organized in fifth grade all of a sudden you know can't find anything in sixth grade and it's down in a bag somewhere and and we don't know where it goes to um so what are some things that you guys do you said that first two weeks you're kind of training a lot of those procedures during that time what is that like with the fact that they actually have a computer as opposed to the ipad a little bit more responsibility of of um, ipads for the most part do you guys let them take home ipads all the time or do you keep some it is not all the time it's just only as needed okay and so they get to sixth grade and it's like there's no real like leave your computer in the room or whatever like you're responsible for it all the time so what are some things that you guys do to help that transition period from going from a an environment where it was a little bit more regulated to a little bit less regulated um yeah so during those first couple of weeks like i said we're not doing core content um we try to make little stations where they have some skills that they will need throughout the year um so we called them conversation cafes last year. And so one of those conversation cafes was, okay, you are going to find a meme for Miss Jordan and you are going to email it to her. Again, can you make an email? Um, another one was, okay, here is an assignment on Google Classroom. We need you to type a little paragraph about what you see. Um, so they had to practice typing and attaching yeah. a document in Google Classroom. Um, we also have a digital citizenship class that we kind of put them through. And we have a presentation that we talk about what to do with your MacBook, what not to do with your MacBook. And um, last year we even had Mr. Mubarak and Mr. Jeffers come in and give them their perspective. Like it's one thing when your core teachers tell you, don't put a piece of paper with a staple in your MacBook. Right. But if it comes from Coach Moo, it's a little different and a little, <laughs> little firmer. Um, so we just give them grace and we you know, try to give them as much information as possible in those first couple of weeks. And then it's really, you know, we get them over the hump and then it's really just they learn as they go. 
Um, science and social studies use Google Classroom a lot. Math, we typically um, have paper assignments. So they get more practice as we go through the year, and it's amazing how quickly they pick up stuff. Yeah. So they are much better than me. So. And just to reiterate that, we do not put paper with staples in our MacBooks no, and then close not. the screens because we've learned that that is the number one cause of cracked screens. Um, and and we've had to learn that through trial and error uh, and, and it's expensive when it happens because there's nothing you can do about a cracked screen other than replace the, the computer or the screen at, at the very least. And so um, it's something that we harp a lot on is don't put anything inside your computer before you close it. Um, as we kind of wind down here, what was there anything else that maybe you guys wanted to talk about as far as that transition time that, that I didn't ask a good question about or you feel like you want to reiterate? Um, one more thing that we do is we have a panel after mm -hmm. a family gathering where Miss um, Farmer puts together a list of sixth and seventh grade students who come down to lower school after a family gathering and literally just sit on the stage and our kids ask them questions about life and the you know just their transitions. Um, some of the questions this year, like what is the best advice you have? Um, and Andrew and Marcus said to get an umbrella. Yep, because they walk from lower Very school to upper school, yeah. and it rains. So grab an umbrella, mm -hmm. especially if you have your MacBook. So it was just funny listening to uh, Andrew and Marcus' advice of everybody needs an umbrella. Yeah. Um, so it was just kind of their time, and it's just um, Nick and I and the kids in there, and it's just their time to be like, what was the hardest thing to do? What's your best piece of advice? Do you really need a planner? Um, who's your favorite teacher? Of course, they ask about you know which council house are you in and who's winning at that time with the beads <laughs> and apparently they don't always share that information it's top secret uh, apparently it's top <laughs> secret information and our fifth graders it's just an upper school secret okay. it is an upper school and you know what's we're not jealous of that at all in lower <laughs> school, okay not at all um so it's really cool because then it gives those upper school kids the opportunity to kind of you know ruffle you know fluff their feathers mm -hmm. i'm the big yeah. kid now even though they were just in my class last year <laughs> of this is my best advice and I love that because then the kids are able to be like, you know, like they're just people too. And it's yeah. it's only scary for a moment. And then when they're here, it's like yeah. lower school isn't even a thing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and so we try to schedule that after they have the safari this year. The mm -hmm. safari was on Tuesday. So we schedule that panel to be the very next family gathering. We invite fifth grade into the upper school sanctuary not the top secret part yeah um and it's just really cool because we pick those students for those panels and so we really try to do a good job of picking students who are new to cba yeah students mm -hmm. who came in you know mid elementary school students who were here since you know pre-k they you know cut their teeth on the baby bars outside of the bobcat <laughs> um so it's really nice because you get all these different perspectives and that is our middle school theme is perspective absolutely so we are always coming back to making sure that the students understand that it's okay to have many perspectives, just appreciate who we are and build those relationships. Yeah, well, and I like that we're ending on this kind of discussion because once again, it comes back to that relationship piece of recognizing that we do have different perspectives sometimes and that's not something that can divide us, that's something that actually can make us stronger is mm -hmm. the fact that when you're coming with a different perspective, that makes us a better team yep. than if everybody here just had the same idea, the same perspective. We all see things differently. And so that's really great. Thank you both for sitting down and talking about this transition period uh, from fifth grade to sixth grade and all the wonderful things that you guys do with our students here at CBA. Um, I think both of you are really good at what you do. And, and I will say that it's on recording. I'm not going to edit that part out. <laughs> or write that down. That's right. 
Um, but I think both of you do a really good job working with our kids. And, and I've had personal kids that have had you for teachers, and you guys do an excellent job with them. And I want to say thank you for that as well. So thank you. Thank you. This has been the Ignition Point, Clayton Bradley Academy's podcast, where every day we work to help students excel through critical thinking, problem solving, collaboration, and use of our lifelong guidelines and life skills. If you'd like to find out more about Clayton Bradley Academy, you can visit us on our webpage, www.claytonbradleyacademy.org, or you can find us on social media sites with at CBA STEM or at Clayton Bradley Academy. We hope that you have a wonderful day.